Welcome to the Christian Business Concepts with your host, Harold Milby. Christian Business Concepts is dedicated to guiding companies and business owners in becoming effective, efficient, and successful through God's Word and godly principles. Now, here's your host, Harold Milby. Thank you for the introduction, Kelly, and uh, uh, thanks to all of you who downloaded this week's podcast. I'm, I'm really sorry I have not uh, added any new podcast here the last few weeks, but I decided to just take some time off while I was moving uh, to a completely different city and setting up our offices. And uh, But today, before I begin and before I get into today's podcast, I, I, I would like to share some things with you uh, that the Lord has really kind of laid upon my heart. You know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what our God will do in 2024. And I'm really excited uh, excited about the ministry of Christian business concepts and and what the Lord has in store for us, you know. And I, I continue to pray for you and all of our listeners of CBC and those who've decided to be a part of this community. You know, I believe that God wants to bless godly businesses around the world, and you know, you've heard me say that. And I believe God wants to use you and your business, or maybe your department. Uh, or your organization uh, to be uh, to be and to and be a part and to help bring forth a really great revival uh, to the world and to our communities. And you know, as you know, the statistics show fewer and fewer people are going to churches nowadays. And Christian business owners and professionals who maybe you don't even own the business, but you're a big part of business and. You are in a very unique position to share your faith and touch the lives of other people. Now, let me say this to you. You can never earn your way to receiving God's favor or His salvation. It doesn't work that way. You know, Ephesians 2 and 8 says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. So stop trying to be perfect enough in 2024. You, you, you'll never be perfect enough. So stop trying to be perfect for God to accept you because that's never going to work. You can never be perfect enough. You know, the Old Testament was performance-based. It, it was all based upon what people had to do uh, to be accepted by God. There were rules, there were laws, there were certain things that had to be done. And the Bible says that if they broke one commandment, then they were guilty of all of them. And it was all about what they could do, and it was all based upon their performance towards God. But the New Testament changed. Uh, you know, when Jesus came, it, it changed everything. And the New Testament is about what God can do for us. It's no longer based upon our performance, but it's based upon God's performance. And God sent his own son. Now, you know, to, to for us, uh, the Bible says that he became sin, who knew no sin, that we might be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You know, that's by grace. I mean, we, we can't work our way and we can't do enough to ever receive that. So you've got to accept yourself as God does. You're imperfect, but God accepts you as who you are. So trying to earn God's favor and grace will keep you from trying to do your best because we need to do our best. 
but realize that it's it's through God's grace that he accepts us. So let's all make that commitment. Let's make that commitment in 2024 and let's make that commitment a commitment to minister to more people. Realize you're the only hope that some people will ever have and God has put you in their life and uh, uh, placed you across their path for a purpose. So may we all be sensitive to the Holy Spirit to recognize those opportunities in 2024, each and every day. So I'm believing that God's got great things for you in 2024. And remember, you cannot earn God's favor. You can only accept it by faith. Well, let's just uh, jump into today's podcast, which is really part two of a podcast that we did, the last podcast I did. And uh, and that podcast was knowing the difference between good employees and great employees. You know, in the last episode, we discussed how these great employees will have very specific things in common. There are certain characteristics that uh, set these employees apart from each other. You know, we we went on and discussed that each of these characteristics could be recognized by very specific things that great employees may ask or they may say. Uh, So by knowing what to listen for, you can begin to determine and easily determine if these employees had these characteristics. So just to review, the first four that we talked about was that those great employees will be ambitious, and ambition brings motivation and determination to pursue goals. And, uh, you know, uh, some of those things that they may ask or say if they are ambitious is things like, well, what can I take off your plate? Uh, What skills do I need to know? What skills do I need to sharpen? Uh, What can I do to stretch myself? So they're ambitious. And then the other thing we talked about was they're collaborative. And the things that you could look for for them to say uh, or hear or ask would be things like, uh, who should I be communicating with? Uh, Or they might say, if I have a positive idea, who should I share that with? Uh, Or who should I be working with? Or uh, what's my specific role? Uh, What should I be focused on? Uh, They might say something like, I'm open to feedback. That's how you know if they're collaborative. Uh, And the the third one was uh, confidence. So great employees have confidence. You know, confidence in the workplace creates a lot less stress. It creates a higher performance and a higher level of loyalty. It's it's just plainly due to the fact that, that those folks are more confident in their roles. And that's why that they have that less stress and they have a higher performance level. You know, so uh, what can you expect to hear from those folks to help identify them? Well, they, they may, confident people may say things like, I'm proud of what I've gotten done so far. Or they might say, hey, I value your opinion. Uh, or they may say, hey, I can learn from this mistake. Uh, they may even say things like, well, I don't know everything. So they're confident, and those those kinds of comments will come out of them uh, to kind of give you an idea that, hey, here's a guy that's confident. Uh, and then the fourth one that we talked about in the last podcast was that they're committed. You know, a committed employee will help you create a better and more positive environment. Uh, 
and uh, and the the things that you may hear, uh, you know, from those folks uh, that are are very committed will be things like, um, what's the company's mission or vision? Um, uh, they'll say things like, hey, can I get any additional training? Is there anything else I can be trained on? Can I come in early? Can I stay late? Uh, they'll say things like, hey, I'll get this done for you. Or how can I do a better job? So those are the first four that we talked about. Now, today we're going to finish this uh, podcast up by talking about the next four uh, of these characteristics and what you need to listen for. Uh, so the next one is humility. You know, um, if you're going to find great employees, you'll find people with humility. You know, people with humility build stronger relationships, and they help create better morale. You know, humility encourages open communication. It helps other people bring better ideas because it really brings empowerment. You know, humility creates really helpful behaviors in people. Uh, people with humility, they work hard because it's the right thing to do. So you want to look for people. If you want great employees, you want to look for people with humility. You know, the company, uh, a company that I used to work for um, uh, some uh, a little while ago, um, you know, one of the things that I talked to the owner about was the fact that they have had people come to work for them and they didn't fit. And when I asked about some of the big reasons of why some of these people didn't fit, it was always the same answer. They lacked humility. And so it didn't fit with their company culture. Well, honestly, I don't think you can be a great employee unless you have humility. You know, Jesse Jackson said, never look down on anybody unless you're helping them up. I believe that. I believe that. You know, there's a great author by the name of Rick Warren, and he said, humility isn't denying your strengths. It's being honest about your weaknesses. And that really is a great definition for what humility is. You know, Proverbs 22 and 4 says, humility isn't, uh, uh, you know, uh, or I'm sorry, not Proverbs 22 and 4, but Proverbs 11 and 2. It says, when pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with the humble is wisdom. And so it is so important for us to have humility in our lives. Now, what would you hear from people uh, if they have this characteristics? Well, you may hear them say something like, well, I know I'm not perfect. Or you may hear them ask, can I have your help? Or I made a mistake. Uh, or thank you. Because, you know, people with humility, they're grateful. Uh, you might hear them say something like, well, the truth is, and then they'll share something with you. Or they'll say things like, hey, this was a team effort. You know, people with humility, they tend to raise up other people, and they raise them up because of their accomplishments. So you want to look for people with humility. Now, the next characteristic is positivity. They're positive. They have a positive attitude. And people that are positive have more energy. Uh, you know, Better Health Magazine had an article in there about the Mayo Clinic, and they found that positive thinking people, uh, it helps with stress management, and it can even improve their health. Harvard Health says that there's a direct correlation, actually, between being positive and having a positive outlook. 
It even lowers blood pressure. It helps uh, to eliminate heart disease. Uh, you know, when you have people that are positive, you'll create a better customer experience. They'll create customer delight. Uh, you'll have better teamwork. You know, positive people are even better at overcoming challenges and obstacles. They don't get bogged down in the negativity. You know, in Philippians 4 and 8, it, 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 it's really a great exhortation uh, to really maintain a uh, positive and, and even a constructive kind of perspective on life. Because in four, uh, Philippians 4 and 8, it says, Finally, brothers, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever is honorable, whatsoever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. That's in this English Standard Version. And that's what he's saying. Think about these things. He's trying to say, have a positive outlook. Have a very positive perspective on life. And, uh, you know, Zig Ziglar, who's one of my favorite people, he says, positive thinking will let you do everything better than negative thinking will. Flat out, that is absolutely true. So what about positive people? Well, what do positive people say? Well, positive uh, people may ask or say things like, hey, thank you for your support, or hey, congratulations. Uh, they may say things like, uh, hey, I can make that happen. Uh, or they may say, well, you know, the glass is half full. They have that mentality, not half empty, but half full. You know, uh, or let's focus on the solution. Uh, you know, or I don't see myself as a failure. You know, they're just positive. You know, it reminds me of a of of a of a story, and I don't know that it's a true story, but it's a it's a story that kind of explains the difference. And and especially if you're in sales, you know, there were two salesmen that went to this uh, this country in Africa. And they were shoe salesmen. They were there to try to build the brand and try to sell the shoe. Well, the one salesman sends an email to his superiors after arriving there, and he said, you know, this isn't going to work. We're never going to sell any shoes here because nobody wears shoes. And another salesman from another company is there to do the same thing, and he sends an email back to his superiors, and he's, his email says, Get ready to turn production on. This is going to be a great market for us. There's nobody here that even has shoes. We'll be the first company on the ground level to help these people begin to wear shoes. So he had a positive outlook. He had a totally different outlook in the way he saw it. And so you want to be positive, and you want people around you that are positive. That's, that's a characteristic of a great employee. Uh, the next characteristic is, is they're innovative. You know, innovative people will help you attract and not only attract but retain, you know, the best employees, the best talent. Uh, they'll help give you better uh, customer service or customer delight. Uh, they'll bring you a competitive advantage. Um, innovative people will help you improve effectiveness and improve efficiency and productivity. And, uh, you know, they'll, they'll actually help you create a better company image. 
So you want to find innovative people. It's going to, th- those are the going to people that are going to be the ones that will become great employees. You know, the Bible says that we are created in God's image. And if you look throughout the history of man, you'll see God's innovative handiwork. You know, Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Realize that Bible says that we have the mind of Christ. We are meant to be innovative. There, we are meant to be innovative because that's who God is. God's creative. He's innovative. And we were made in his image. So we were meant to do the same thing. <laughs> and so, you know, we have to look for that. Look for those employees, you know, that are innovative and that have that characteristic. You know, Thomas Edison said one time, he says, if there's a way to do it better, find it. And that's what innovation is all about. You know, it's finding better ways to do things. Now, if you're looking for that person, if you want to see if they have that characteristics, you may listen for them to say things like, how can we make it better? They're going to be the ones that ask the question, why? Or they'll ask the question, how? Uh, they'll say things like, hey, let's think way outside the box. Uh, or, or, you know, somebody might say in a meeting, they say, well, what if it doesn't work? They'll be the ones that say, yeah, but what if it does work? Um, and then they'll say things like, well, what can we learn from this? They'll take a bad situation. They'll try to figure out a way to learn from it. Because they're always innovating in their minds. There's innovation going on in their minds all the time. So if you want great employees, look for an employee with that characteristic, that they're innovative. Well, the next characteristic is that they're, they're, they're communicative, right? So they, they communicate well, and they communicate with other people. You know, a person who communicates well, you'll find that there'll be less conflicts around that person. Uh, you'll find that, that there's better employee engagement, better productivity. Uh, it helps to create a healthy company issue. But that company uh, or that communication needs to go two ways. That's good communication. It'll also bring greater employee satisfaction because they feel like people are listening and other people feel like they're being listened to. And so you want to find employees who are, are really good and communicative because they're better team builders. Um, And so you want to look for that. You know, statistics show that 86% of employees and managers cite that the two main failures in the workplace is a lack of effective collaboration and poor communication. You know, high-performing teams that communicate well Now, this is according to statistics, can increase productivity by as much as 25%, 25% better production because we've created an environment of communication. You know, Ephesians 4.29 says, do not let unwholesome or foul, profane, worthless, vulgar words ever come out of your mouth, but only such speech as is good for building up others according to the need and the occasion so that it will be a blessing to those who will hear you. So again, this passage is talking about being a good communicator. 
watching what comes out of our mouth, building up other people when we communicate, helping other people when we communicate. And so you want great employees, find employees that have the characteristic of being good at communication. So what are some of these um, uh, some of these things that you may hear or say from somebody who has that characteristic. Well, they may say things like, well, I think you're saying, and then they'll repeat what you said. Or maybe they'll repeat it in a different way. Uh, or they'll say things like, uh, am I making sense? Does it make sense? What they're doing is they're wanting to make sure that you understood what they were trying to say. Uh, or they'll say things, well, can you give me some more details? Or I'm interested in your opinion. These are some really good signs that they have that characteristic. Now, great companies, really great companies are made up of great employees. And if you want to build, if you really want to build a great company or department, then you've got to begin to discern uh, the difference between good employees and great employees. And when you think about some of the companies that are out there, when you think of Apple, you know, when you think of Zappos, when you think of um, uh, Amazon, when you think of Federal Express, when you think of all of these big and very successful companies, when you listen to their CEOs, when you listen to their founders talk about the success of their companies, one of the things that you'll hear about those people uh, or that you'll hear about those companies is the fact that they've hired great employees or the people under them have hired great employees. And, and so it's important if you really want your business to be successful, if you want your department to be successful, then what you need to do is figure out how to have great employees. And what we've been talking about in these last two podcasts is how, how you develop those employees, uh, more, or more importantly, how do you identify them through these characteristics that we talked about that great employees have, and you can identify them by some of the things that they say or ask. So I, I think that that is important. And if you're going to build a great company or department, then you got to begin to discern good employees uh, or, or great employees from good employees. Uh, so look at these identifying characteristics through what you hear them say, and you can put, I, I truly believe that you can put together a true dream team that I believe that will propel your business to levels that maybe you have never even thought possible, but you need great employees around you. And I truly believe that there are people that are listening to this podcast right now that can become a great company, not just a good company, but a great company, a very successful company in business. Are you going to be one of those people? Because I believe that great companies have great opportunities to do awesome things for God. So the more successful your business is, the more opportunities that you'll have to have a positive effect on the kingdom of God. So Father, I come before you today to thank you for all of those who've taken time out of their day to, to listen and to be a part of this community. Lord, I, I pray that you give them insights 
and awareness into their employees and to help them identify and find not just good employees, Lord, but help them to find great employees. And Lord, I ask right now that, Lord, that you bless them on their journey of success right now, Lord, in Jesus' holy name, amen. Again, I, I want to thank you for being a part of the CBC community. Please feel free to write me uh, through email. I'd love for you to write a review about this podcast. Until next time, remember, Jesus is Lord, and he wants you blessed. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Christian Business Concepts podcast. Go to ChristianBusinessConcepts.com for more information and resources. Be sure to check out other podcasts that will help you take your business and your personal life to a whole new level of success.